and on the line right now we have Unchained XL Hugh Azumba um, playing at Ubar tonight on his Foreign Legacy EP tour. Hey Hugh, how are you going? Yeah, I'm going very good, thank you. You're currently on your way into the city, is that correct? I'm heading into uh, heading into the city right now. In awesome. the airport shuttle, as we speak. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, how are you feeling about the show tonight? Yeah, I'm feeling pretty excited. Um, it's been a long time coming in terms of the planning for this um, because I'm heading to the UK straight after, so there was a lot of tricky coordination getting these, show li- getting these shows lined up and then getting the UK dates lined up and all that kind of stuff. So I'm, quite, um, I'm actually quite relieved to be starting things and not just in the endless uh, chain of organisation. <laughs> <laughs> Have you played in Dunedin before? Uh, no, this will be my first time performing oh. uh, in the South Island entirely, actually. Oh, first time in the South Island awesome. performing as well. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, um, yeah. Now tell us a wee bit about your background. Where do you come from? So I was born in Britain and came to New Zealand when I was about um, 18 months old. And um, my parents are Nigerian. They were born and raised there. And they started in the UK and had me and my older sister. So um, I consider myself a Nigerian uh, New Zealander with a bit of uh, Britain there. Oh, cool. And do you p- play an active role in the Nigerian and African community within New Zealand? Yep. Uh, in Auckland, I'm part of an association called the Association of Nigerians in New Zealand, which is kind of the main, uh, at least the, the, the North Island um, association that supports Nigerians um, around. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Awesome. That's awesome. Um, and obviously this has been an influence um, for your new EP, Foreign, Foreign Legacy. Could you tell us a wee bit more about how that affects what you end up producing? Yeah, absolutely. So my main, uh, one of my main musical influences for Foreign Legacy and just my artistry in general is um, Nigerian funk music from the 70s, pioneered by um, an artist called uh, Fela Kuti. He um, created a genre essentially called Afrobeat, which is quite different from what's known as Afrobeat nowadays. But um, the classic Afrobeat, which I take my inspiration from, is uh, came out of Nigeria and then spread throughout West Africa. And that's the sound that I incorporate and mix it with hip-hop uh, to create something that I believe is fairly unique in the grand scheme of things. Cool. Do you have a particular connection to that hip-hop culture that you just mentioned? Um, yeah, I mean, so it's multifaceted. I uh, like myself i've um i've always listened to hip-hop uh growing up but also on another level being nigerian and having um i actually have a few cousins from the states so i have kinship uh in that respect um and i just believe that the 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 african experience and the black american experience have a lot of crossover in terms of the issues that we deal with um and the the social cultural um experiences that they cross both ways and i think that has helped me um, sort of relate to a lot of the struggle and a lot of the um, process down that comes out of hip-hop and sort of adopt it to what I do. Yeah, that's that's awesome to hear. Um, speaking of that, uh, listening to your EP, you mentioned pretty much every issue facing the African-American community today and even yep. just the immigrant community in America. You talked about dreamers, you talked about Black Lives Matter, you talked about anti-immigration policies. Considering yep. everything that's happening at the moment, do you think that this sort of acceleration of these issues has inspired your music more? Sorry, could you repeat that? It's a little bit hard to... Oh, you're good. Um, He's in the shuttle, Raph. He's in the shuttle. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, yeah. So, um, because of everything that's happening in the African-American community at the moment, 
do you yeah. think with your most recent release that it massively influenced it considering how many issues you've mentioned right yeah yeah definitely um so i think it's unavoidable i think i'd call america especially black america the cultural capital of the west uh in the sense that a lot of the issues that they face and they uh, experience sort of permeate through to other countries like ours and australia and other first world uh, countries that take a cultural influence from there so a lot of um a lot of what I, I guess, kind of deal with, deal with come from there. But I think more uh, pertinently, more importantly, is that my Nigerian her heritage um, and my sort of African background, we actually have, like, parallel experiences. And a lot of the things that they go through actually have um, parallels to the, to, to the Nigerian experiences and the historical African experiences. But to frame them in the black American context makes it more accessible for, for the large majority of people. Um, but... Interestingly enough, I think the African audience will sort of understand where I'm getting at uh, from multiple levels. So that's what I was trying to kind of uh, do with, um, with my lyrical content. Yeah, and could you tell us a wee bit more about um, the multiplicity of, of cultural walls and identity issues that you've experienced within New Zealand? Absolutely. So, um, yeah, I, I grew up in, a, in South Auckland, Manurewa, um, which was um, quite a low social socioeconomic area even though my, my family was um, middle class but um, when I when my family came to New Zealand and came to that part of Auckland we were part of only a handful of Nigerian families um, our, the majority of the uh, experience that I had was uh, mainly a, a sort of a white European um, experience around me but I had to deal with the fact that of course I was Nigerian I was a bit different so there was a, there was a few identity issues growing up um, I didn't have access to my culture by language because um I was not taught the Igbo language, which is my, my tribe. Um, but I obviously looked different to people, and um, my parents sounded different, and we just had a different culture at home. So um, I was definitely sort of in the middle of this sort of white European and um, sort of African and uh, specifically Nigerian experience. And it was, it was an interesting one because I had to figure out who I was, and that's something that's only really uh, culminated in the last couple of years. Yeah, do you, do you already incorporate or are you planning on incorporating any of those Nigerian dialects into your music in the future? Yeah, I have. Um, so on my EP, there's a track called Inode Easy. Uh, the title itself is Nigerian Pigeon, for It's Not Easy. Oh. Um, oh. And then also at the end of that song, one of the guest um, performers on that, his name is uh, No Nonso, or Emmanuel Nonso Chuku. He's also a fellow Igbo Nigerian, and he has um, the, the outro the lyrical content is in my language, Igbo. Um, oh, and when he's not available to perform that, I perform that verse myself. It's actually quite good because even though I don't know the language, I'm doing a lot of collaborating with him, helping me learn my language through the music, which is quite an important thing for me. Oh, God, yeah, that's, that, that's awesome. Um, and speaking on the sort of African vibe, um, how do you feel about the sort of recent resurgence of the use of African percussion in music, like considering the highly successful um, album that came out following the Black Panther film. Oh, yeah. Um, I think it's, it's pretty cool. So I've had to uh, actually personally um, resolve a few issues uh, internally about the sort of uh, popularity of Africanism. Because um, I guess with uh, the onset of Black Panther and um, sort of black Americans and um, sort of African descendants from other countries, um, getting back into Africanism at the start it kind of seemed like tokenism to me like I was like okay you only you only like the African side now that Africa's popular you know mm -hmm. what happened um, 
what what happens before. Did like, it we, seem we've like got, we've got issues like um, BET in America giving out the African Music Awards backstage? Um, so there, there, my my point before was very much that um, Africanism was uh, was disrespected, but now that it's popular, it's being respected. But I've had to really change that within me because um, I guess after seeing the Black Panther film, I appreciate the, the Black American experience and what and how difficult it was for them to have their identity completely robbed and um, them having to recreate it for themselves. So um, now I see that now I see their efforts to reconnect with um, Africanism actually quite honourable and quite cool. Um, oh. So I'm, I'm loving the incorporation of what, as you say, African percussion uh, into into music. And for me, it's uh, very much quite natural because it's, it's all the music that I was listening to when I was growing up. So um, I'm enjoying the fact that it's, uh, it's popular again. Um, I guess my hope uh, that people just um, pay more attention to the, the wider culture and not just treat it like a fair. Well, that's awesome. That's honestly so cool. Um, it's it's really awesome, I think, with your music as well, because um, uh, you use a lot of African percussion. Uh, it's got a great sound. Yeah, I mean, increasing the accessibility to African music in a Western culture as well. It's hmm. really important. But did you did you think, when just to go back to the film for a sec, um, that it was yep. some sort of exoticization of your culture? Is that, was that the gut feeling when you first saw it? Um, I mean, for me, the, the I think, like, and like for a lot of other Africans, we were just stoked to see our um, our cultures being portrayed on film, um, and they looked very they were very authentic portrayals of the culture, oh, which cool. was cool, cool. Um, which was quite authentic to me. Like I could pick up a lot of um, personally like Nigerian things in there, and for my friends um, from Botswana, Zimbabwe, um, other East African and so, uh, so on and so forth, everyone was quite uh, u- unanimous in saying yeah, the representation representations of the culture was uh, was quite quite accurate so I think that was an important thing I think some of the accents were a bit a bit dodgy but that's mm. always going to happen yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and you know we can't chastise them for that but yeah no I, I appreciated what the film did I like the fact that um, we have a majority African majority black film um, it's kind of a about time sort of thing because you know we've been wanting this kind of stuff for a, for a long time mm. but um, now, now that it's finally here and it's finally proven to Hollywood that it's a, it's a viable sort of thing um, it'll be cool to see more of that kind of stuff going forward cool <clears throat> For sure. Um, and then to get back to your album, uh, yeah. Do you believe that the popularity that you've experienced here is going to carry over quite well when you do your tour in England? Uh, <laughs> that's a bit of a flip of the coin. Um, I, I'm hoping so. So I know for a fact that there's a huge African diaspora in England, and I know that um, African-inspired music is quite big there. So I'm, I guess, I'm just kind of gambling that my own uh, take on it. Um, gels with people there yeah cool. whereabouts are you heading in the UK um, so I st- we start off in London and we play a show there and then we go to Bristol and the Cardiff so we head um, we head west and then we go north to um, Sheffield and finish in Leeds oh awesome. fantastic <laughs> obviously yeah. the British accent in the room over there is nodding his head <laughs> <laughs> quite enthusiastically <laughs> along to that um, and then with your music what is the kind of takeaway message that you want um, people to, to feel or think about um, after they listen to the new EP so I, I guess there are a few things um, my, the, the main message for me go, uh, goes out to anyone who I guess identifies as a third culture person anyone who wrestles with multiple cultures and is trying to um, I guess bring forth an identity that makes sense to them um, One, uh, people who feel the pressure from I don't know their parents or other people to completely adopt one culture and completely set aside another one um, I just want to encourage people to um, 
realise that they might be a part of something completely new. Um, I coined this term new culture architects, the idea of uh, um, being a builder of an entirely new culture, being a start. Every culture that we experience now, there was essentially a group of people who started it. Um, and so there's no reason why people like uh, me, an African Kiwi, um, who is essentially the first of our, our, the first generation of our kind, there's no reason why people like me can't be the starters of something new and can't be ones that are defining a culture that's new for ourselves and building a legacy for the um, for the uh, the future generations. That's kind of where the title comes from. Hmm. Um, so that's the main thing. I, there are other a couple a couple other takeaways. I mean, for me, I think um, it's important to know for everyone to know that they're valuable. And one take-home message um, that I kind of weave throughout my EP, um, being a Christian, is that I just hope everyone knows that they're valued by God. So that's another thing that's big for me. Um, that's kind of put in there um, just for people to take if they want. And, yeah. Oh, fantastic. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for chatting to us today on Wednesday Drive. Um, no worries. Hugh is performing tonight at U-Bar on the university campus on his Foreign Legacy EP tour. That begins at 9pm. Totally free admission. So what do you want to say to anyone who's sitting on the fence about coming to see you tonight, Hugh? Oh, man, it's, uh, it's going to be like so much energy, man. I'm hyped up for the show. Um, I came from the metal scene. I actually used to be in a metal band, uh, so I bring all the energy across to hip hop. And um, yeah, you'll be in for a in for a treat. So definitely come along. Oh, thank you so awesome. much for Thanks talking so to us. Have a all great right. night tonight. Thanks for talking to me. Cheers. See you later. All right, we're now going to play a song from that EP. We're going to play "Pass It On" by Unchained XL. You are tuned into the one. Hope you enjoy. Mm-hmm, let's go. We're creating something for the future to look at and be proud of. We're the cultural ambassadors. The dynamic shifters, the builders, the legacy makers, the paradigm changers. And for tomorrow, they hear about us and know exactly who we are. Yeah, look. Paint from the same palette, forge from the same melon. Kings and the queens all from the same palace, picked from the same ballot, torn from the same fabric. Different worlds clash on the same planet. Same shoes, same jeans, not the same blackest. Cause I believe you're alive when you in.